Dan, I have a sandwich for you. <laughs> I have a, I have a sandwich for you, Dan. Wow, and I'm I'm not even hungry, but hey, I'll take it. Free uh, this is yeah. this is not the kind of sandwich you eat. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. What yeah. kind of sandwich is this? <laughs> it is called a criticism sandwich. Oh. Well, and explain what that is, please, because I, I think I know, but I'm not sure. Yeah, a criticism sandwich is a technique that a person uses to instruct someone else without ticking them off. Huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what is your sandwich for me? <laughs> well, I, I have... I, I've been throughout my my career, my corporate career. You run across people who may be good at their job, counting numbers and moving decimal points, or putting things on shelves. But if they have a leadership position, that requires human interaction with others, and sometimes they lack the ability to help others uh, to help other people figure out what's going on <laughs> so when they try to tell them your performance isn't any good fix it they are armed with this technique and it is called the criticism sandwich <laughs> so, so they they try to is it like kind of like sugarcoating something like <laughs> or well yeah so my experience is, is a criticism sandwich is usually taught to people who lack human interaction abilities <laughs> or they just social skills. they just can't yes. yeah social skills they lack the social skills to be a leader so they arm them with these these rigid techniques um, to help them learn how to motivate people so the criticism sandwich is if you have the thing that you're that's the the issue at hand um, you don't know how to stack, you don't know how to stack wood, for example. The criticism sandwich is you sandwich that bad between two goods. For instance, thank you for showing up for work today. You are always punctual. You are clueless on stacking firewood. Nice shoes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, okay. I'm I'm following you now. That I got I got this. Yep. I yeah. where I used to work before this one lady I was friends with. Her boss, she was pretty. She's pretty mean. She's you know she was good at what she's she did, but she wasn't good with people. So one of her go tos was the criticism sandwich, and her team would always laugh after meetings. You know she would she says she would literally say. Uh, you look, uh, you, you showed up for work on time today. You're totally incompetent. Nice shoes. <laughs> she said that was, <laughs> that was about the essence of the criticism sandwich. So Whoa. it's like, I think people though, that have a nice demeanor about them or they're comfortable or like if you were a doctor, they say you have a bedside manner. Some managers don't need to use a criticism sandwich. You know, they can 
express an area to improve in a way that gets the message across while maintaining morale. Yeah. And when I hear a person employing the criticism sandwich, I start stereotyping. I start forming my own conclusions that this person here struggles with human interaction. And I was the recipient of a criticism sandwich last week. Really? Oh, (laughs) I was. Yeah. Me of all people, a firewood delivery guy. And I have said this in the past, when I'm delivering to restaurants, you don't show up at lunchtime. You know, that's like all hands are on deck. Yeah. Busy. Well, this one, yeah, this one restaurant I deliver to, however, the manager says it's best if I do show up at lunchtime because I don't plug up their, um, their loading dock, you know, cause there's always these other trucks are coming in the beer truck, the wine truck, the vegetables, okay. the, yep. the steak trucks. Okay. Well, the, when the firewood guy is at the loading dock, I plug up the loading dock for over an hour by the time I'm on uh, unloading. So the agreement is I show up at lunchtime and because there's no deliveries at lunchtime, but they tolerate me. Well, everything's fine until a regional manager for the restaurant is on site. And, <laughs> you know, this guy, I'm just, I'm drawing my stereotypes here. You know, he probably sits in his office in Los Angeles or somewhere and once a year he comes out to visit stores and he has to feel useful. So <laughs> this guy walks up to me and he says, um, mind you, I'm smart enough to know not to get the manager in trouble. So I do a very good job playing dumb. So he comes up to me and he says, uh, you're the firewood guy. You know, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm soaked in sweat standing next to this truck with big red letters that say firewood down the side of it. (laughs) And I said, well, yes, I am. He goes, he says, I really want to thank you for our partnership. You are doing a great job. Then he says, don't ever show up for lunch to make your deliveries. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says, you know, nice shoes. He says, (laughs) nice truck. (laughs) Yeah. Nice truck. He says, So he gave me the criticism sandwich. So I just grinned and bared it and all because my job is to not get the manager in trouble, you know, because he he was freelancing and just making the policy that works best for their unit, which obviously doesn't conform to their corporate structure. So, yeah. Anyhow, I, uh, I found it degrading, but at the same time, I found it amusing that, um, this guy and I was looking at him. He just struck me as a bean counter that gets out out of his office like once a year, and he needed to make himself feel like he was important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was employing the new <laughs> technique that he was taught at his board meeting the, the week before. <laughs> he gave me that criticism sandwich. So you should try that sometimes, Dan. Um, you know, if you're having, uh, if you can't get your wife to work enough for you. Uh, stack or she's stacking too slow in the wood yard. Uh, yeah, I'd, use use the criticism sandwich on her. I don't know if I'd be very good at that technique because I struggle giving compliments, and if I'd have to give two of them with the with the criticism in between, <laughs> I would really I would really have a hard time. I think employing that. I, I mean, I I I don't have a problem, you know, just saying what's on my mind, and if it's something wrong, you know, I I think that's I think that's 
suits me better. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. I can do the criticism sandwich. No. <laughs> I don't think it really needs to be employed in the wood yard, especially if you're a sole proprietor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I know. I know. Growing up, my parents did not employ the criticism sandwich. Uh, no, at all. <laughs> Me either. Mine. Nope. Yeah, mine was just the. I don't know. It was just the meat, you know, without the two slices of bread on each side. There was nothing <laughs> sandwiched around. Get it done now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's got, the criticism sandwich might also be kind of like the spinoff of like the participation participation trophy. Like everybody's a winner. Like you showed up, you lost, but you still played it. You know, or something. You know, it's like that that whole era uh -huh. of like thinking where you try to say something that's nice, but then get across your point of like you said leadership or criticism, but then follow it up with again something that you know is not from the heart or even true or meaningful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know where else i don't ever see the criticism sandwich is on uh my most of my negative comments on my youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> now there yeah see now there is a place that the criticism sandwich could come out and be used i think because yeah i don't see that either i don't i don't i don't see it at all yeah <laughs> it, it might be uh, <laughs> more difficult to type it out though than say it so i, I can yeah yeah, I, I think that's one thing I always appreciated about the Firewood community is for most people, now I, I, I'm saying this incorrectly, I think 99% of our people are just very nice people. They just want to hang out and enjoy uh, what's going on. Now there is that group that will speak their mind. Um, I used to work uh, at this tire shop, you know, there's a lot of truck drivers that were in there and that's where I learned, you know, truck drivers tell you what's on their mind. I always appreciated that. Even if you didn't really want to hear it, they would at least tell you, you know, they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't sugarcoat their messages or hide it, you know, giving you some, uh, complicated message. They, <laughs> right. Straight to the literally. Yeah. They would <laughs> let you know what it is. I think that's the same way it is in, in the woodyard too. I see that in the culture of a woodhound. Um, uh, but you know, for a criticism sandwich, you know, I, I get a lot of these comments too. I'm only talking about the negative ones, which are few and far between some of them. <laughs> I just, I, I try to reply to all my comments. What I found is when it's like the next day or the day after a video post, I just can't get back to them. So those might go uncommented, but some of these negative comments, I don't even know how to respond. Because they're just, I don't know, like the criticism just is not even, it's not even valid. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, and there's, there's certain people out there that that is, I think they're only, they will only ever comment in a negative fashion. Like they won't ever say it. They, they're kind of like me. They can't compliment. You know, it's like, like older people, <laughs> have you ever noticed how everything is negative and no matter what you do or say, they find something, you know, wrong with it. You know, it's like Debbie Downer from Saturday yeah. Night Live. You know, <laughs> oh, I, I just, you know, I just bought uh, twenty acres over here by this thing. Yeah, well, there's not many trees on it. Or <laughs> you know, something's like some something yeah. negative that people always look for. And I think there's just those people out there that that's just the way they're wired. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I had some comments this week that kind of annoyed me. And the one I had, it's, you know, my policy is you can say anything you want. 
uh, the only two things, no cussing and no politics. Uh, although I have violated my own rule because like some people will start criticizing another person uh, that, you know, like I had this one guy that had a problem with my mom. <laughs> which I'm pretty sure he never met her. So therefore you got to go, bud. I'm sorry. You know, you're not going to talk about her. And uh, I get this comment about, um, I don't know if you get comments like this, where the way I am doing firewood violates a masculine code. <laughs> oh, I get, it. I get many I, of those. Just, yeah, it's just <laughs> weird because I don't know how to reply to that because <laughs> I don't know. I graduated high school back in the 80s and I've worked through a lot of these issues. <laughs> <laughs> I have, and I don't see uh, in my message, my reply to this guy would have been, I don't see my activity in firewood as an expression of masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> Where he I, obviously did. <laughs> he, there's a lot of people who do not. The, I, I get comments the same. I split my wood too small. Oh, you have small wood. You know, like some kind of correlation between the size of the wood you split and how big of a man you are. Like if you split small wood, you're a little man. If you split like wimpy, big wood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Which what I think is. is ironic because if you're splitting it smaller, that means you're swinging that axe even more. Well, so that should, in theory, make you more, not if less. If you swing an axe, but there ain't, <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> I will admit right there, I'm not a man enough to swing an axe. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I had this guy. He said I, he was he was denouncing me because the logs that I w was processing were weren't weren't big and they weren't crooked. No, uh, therefore that was an affront to my identity as as a male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that totally. Oh, yep. God. These <laughs> things are just so silly. I would rather discuss bark up, bark down um, <laughs> than, <laughs> uh, than this. That was, I don't know. I, there's, those are the kind of comments I just, I just can't even reply to. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah. And that's, I, I struggle keeping up with comments and I don't, I don't set aside a much time to reply um, so sometimes, you know, you don't, if you leave a comment on a video, you probably, you may not get a reply from me just because it's, I just get so far behind on it. But uh -huh. yeah, I don't know what you can say to someone to, first of all, you're not going to change their mind. And the way I've always <laughs> looked at it as, you know, like I've always looked at things as not everything needs a reaction. So if people leave a comment, maybe by them expressing anger and, you know, just getting something off their chest towards me, maybe that made their day better. I don't know. You know, because when you think about it, like <laughs> what, how, how sad of a life are you living where you have to like rip on people about the size of firewood they split and, you know, be negative about it. Like, I mean, come on, that's just, yeah. I think it's reasonable to have debates on the, you know, the size, but my position's yeah. always been, you know, that's just how I make my money, yeah. but I don't see it as, and that's what, 
now I'm confusing my own self. Was this the comment I deleted or not <laughs> about, <laughs> about the, the size of the, the splits, my firewood is so small that I am less of a man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just silly. Yeah, That's I, what I was thinking. You know, I mean, I've been out of high school way too long here to even go down this road right now. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing too is like, I mean, like I just had one where a guy said, why do you split so small? Split it in half and be done with it. Obviously you're not splitting for heating. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not. And what does it matter to you? What yeah. size anyone else is splitting their firewood? Because it has zero impact on your life unless you're buying that firewood. <laughs> and then if you are buying the firewood that's too small, buy it somewhere else. You know, it, it's yeah. just, it's, yeah. It's... I had another guy. He, um, it was on a video. I was showing that my wood yard is getting filled up with logs coming off the log trucks. And he pointed out that if I believe that what I'm looking at is full, then I'm obviously a small firewood company <laughs> as if you know as, as if that was bad i just yes. i don't even know where to begin and um i take pride in being a small firewood delivery service so what's what's wrong with that right your wood yard is not half full it's half empty <laughs> yeah i would imagine that is the same person or that same mentality that you know when they see you splitting with a with a um a processor or a firewood you know a hydraulic splitter that they denounce you because they split with an axe and they're faster than you yes all the time every every time you use a hydraulic splitter or a processor there's somebody out there with an axe or a maul that can do it faster <laughs> no matter what it is and because you are using a machine, it gets back to that again. You are not a man. You have to stand <laughs> behind that processor and pull those levers. Look at you. You just, I, how do you even consider yourself a man? My goodness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just hate that entire discussion. I don't know if it was because I raised daughters or what, but I'm just sensitized now to, to this entire, I don't know. <laughs> that's like what i'm saying it's just i'm just so disinterested in that entire topic that i just don't even feel like replying to it i don't know it's just to me things are just self-evident and you know let people yeah. live the way they want to live yeah it's and it's an interesting approach when you are you know when you're the one receiving the comments um i know some people take the approach of Anytime they get a negative comment, they try to respond with something, you know, nice and all, you know, thank you for your feedback. I hope you enjoyed watching my video. I appreciate you being here. You know, like, but it's, it's at some point you also have to be like, all right, either call the guy out or like you said, just don't even reply, you know, don't even respond. It's, it's just not worth getting into that stuff because people out there who leave those type of comments, they are always right. You'll never change their mind. And so why waste your time? <laughs> yeah. I think that there is an adult skill that I have learned. And I taught this to my kids when they were younger. I felt that it was appropriate for them to know this skill. It is called listen, but ignore. 
<laughs> so, you know, and, and that was what I employed with this regional manager that came out there because I'm thinking, you know, number one, I'm thinking this guy will never see me again forever and ever. You know, what are the chances? And uh, number two, I'm going to do what the manager says because he's in charge. I'm just not going to get him in trouble. So I just, oh, yes, absolutely. I understand. We'll make this happen. You know, then when he leaves, I was like, yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> Listen and ignore. Yeah. That's what my um, wife does to me. Well, we learned that <laughs> in softball. So a lot of these oh. softball players in travel, they'll have their own private hitting instructor, you know, that they pay money to um, for hitting lessons. And I'm of the person that says there's no perfect way that you hit, you know, you just learn your own style and you go with it. So what happens is that these kids go to these expensive hitting instructors and then they go to their travel team. Well, their coach knows better, you know, and they'll say, instead of turning your, your hands here, turn them like this, that kind you know, little mechanical things. So I teach my daughters, listen, but ignore. And I've learned with like other coaches is that you just swing the bat again. They go there, you see how much better that is. You know, even though you did, <laughs> even though you did nothing anything. different. Yeah. Listen, but ignore. I like it. Uh -huh. I like that. <laughs> so everyone out there listening to this podcast, listen, but ignore. <laughs> yeah. This might be the one you want to ignore. <laughs> this might be one you don't want to pay any attention to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, Dan and I were talking before about some comments that we had. They were by different people too, but they were all, we've noticed that there is this recurring theme through them of firewood as an expression of masculinity. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I just disagree with all that. I mean, we got how many, uh, you know, women woodhounds that are out there I know my daughters work hard in, in stacking and, and you know, working around the wood yard and all. And, um, you know, to each their own. I hear people, you know, that denounce bundles because they say that's what women buy. And I just think that's just <laughs> stupid to say these things, you know? Yeah. Come on. But, but it, it is an interesting, uh, you know, I guess topic of discussion. I just had someone stop by last week to pick up some firewood and, and they know that I have a YouTube channel and, do the social media thing. And we just got talking. And that was the first thing they asked me about was how do I deal with all the comments and the negative comments? So, you know, it isn't an, an, <laughs> an area of interest for people. Like that's one thing people notice about social media is just, you know, how like someone that creates content, how you handle negative comments, what do you do about it? Because sometimes it can get to be, there's more negative than good, you know? Yeah. There was a YouTube channel. He's still got his videos out there, but I don't think he puts anything new up. His name was Tim. And his channel was largely splitting wood with a maul. And this guy was a mountain of a man, big guy. And he swung a big maul. And he was just, just fun to watch. You know, if you love watching that satisfying sound and the wood splitting and, and the stacking and stuff. Uh, but I think what, got him away from it. he i could tell he could not tolerate negativity uh because people like would thumbs down his video <laughs> and he would he would comment on it on the next video you know and he oh yeah you know which just invites more um of the trolls <laughs> yeah. you know so 
Yeah, like I said, some people can handle it and some people can't. I generally, I, I, <laughs> my refrain is I've been cursed with very high self-esteem. I don't know why. It's just the way I am. Maybe it's because I held the light for my dad when he was working on the cars when I was little. Uh, I just, and you know, I've always recognized too that what people criticize me about, why should I get upset? Because it's usually true. <laughs> so, uh, but it, I think it's not that it's directed at me, but just some of these comments are just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've been blessed with the fact that my keyboard comes with a backspace button so I can delete my responses most of the time before I hit send. <laughs> I'll type I'll type something up and be like, "Oh, wait, okay. Backspace delete. Never mind. I'm not going to reply." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so there we go. We found out a few things today here when you run a 405 processor in a yard half full of logs you're not a man <laughs> yeah he i can't remember how it was worded but like my processor's too small oh, and yes. the logs that i'm running through it are too small and they're not and they're and they're too straight yeah therefore everything i'm doing is invalid <laughs> another another one i love is the people who reply and say something like I'd like to see you run some hard ironwood through that, or I'd like to see you run some Florida, you know, black oak or something. Yeah. It's like, good thing I live in Ohio. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, are you saying that the, you know, whatever black pin oak in Florida can't be split? Because it, if it's been split before, it can probably be split by a machine, some, you know, like, yeah. it's like this, this wood is not impossible to split. And so, you know, like our, people from Australia, anyway. people from Australia always say, run some, whatever that wood is. They Eucalyptus. Have yeah. Uh -huh. It's like, well, I don't have any. <laughs> I try, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I always wonder about that when people, when they think that you're splitting something too easy. You should try splitting a tough wood like oak. Yeah, I yeah. think oak splits easy. I always wondered, like, I was afraid to ask that question because I thought, man, I don't know. I thought oak splits easy, but whatever. Yeah, it's one of the easiest splitting woods there is. Yeah. I had the one guy, um, you know, I have these videos on Facebook of the of the Axis. And, you know, they'll, they say, why, you know, these guys with these splitters just split, split uh, straight grain wood, you know? And it's like, well, this is this is the wood I got to split right now. Sorry. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, well, you're just splitting pine. And, it, and I said, well, this is ash. It isn't pine, <laughs> uh, but I've, you know, we've talked about this before. I've run across some pine logs that don't split, man. That's oh, tough. yeah. The knotty yeah. pine, yeah. you get some, they get deep. Those knots go deep into the, mm -hmm. into the log. Yeah. 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 I, uh, uh, I, these kind of comments, I just laugh at. I think that's funny. <laughs> And I will say as the other the other point to make quick is if you are, you know, a, a content creator and you are in the same position, the one thing you have to always remember to put the, the smile back on your face is if they leave you a negative comment, it probably means they watched your video and the watch and the comment actually help you out. Yeah. I would also tell them there's a lot of other channels that I cursor through and they'll they'll have comments that their viewers 
have left and they didn't reply to them. And I think that's a missed opportunity, especially if you are a small channel and you're trying to grow and you got, I don't know, 10, 15 comments. I think you should reply to every single one of them. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If you, if you've, if that's all you have and you have the time to put in to do it, I would definitely say that's one of the biggest ways to increase your engagement with your audience and then maybe get some people that will, you know, when they see a negative comment on your channel, they'll reply to it and put the, put these bullies in their place. So I guess what we're trying to say to the new YouTube channel that's trying to grow their, their channel size is we really like your content. Holy cow. Will you please reply to every single one of your comments and nice shoes. <laughs> And there you go. <laughs> Perfect. The criticism sandwich for you. Yes. We'll begin and end this episode with uh, the criticism sandwich. So I like it. Well, Dan, I like it. yeah, Dan. Yeah. I thought that this was kind of fun. I don't know about the comments. Maybe I am a little uh, conflicted by them, but I think it's the comments that I just can't find even the right reply to. That's, I just, scratch my head and move on <laughs> all right well dan uh what do you say let's maybe fire up the fire up the band let's strike yes. up the band and let's get outside and stack wood before this heat gets too too high in the afternoon sounds good thanks everyone for tuning in hope you enjoyed this little i guess maybe not so much a rant but just a little discussion on uh some of the joys that we we see running YouTube channels and social media content creation. And if you would like to send a comment about this episode, Dan, what is our email address? The woodhounds at gmail.com. I love it. All right. So I will tell everyone out there to have a great day.